best decision you've ever made and it allows you to live a brand new life on your terms, work the days and hours and times and create a lifestyle that ultimately makes you happy. And that's what the Academy's about. Welcome to another episode of the High Performance PT Academy podcast. We've got another one of the PTs from the Academy on board today who's been in the industry now three or four years. Um, he was a PCA muscle model champion. And ultimately, we're going to take a wee look at this story from what Ryan was ultimately doing before with his business and how ultimately it's changed and where it's going in the future. So, Ryan, welcome. Cheers, mate. So give the guys a wee bit of an idea. Obviously, I've given them just a wee bit of a synopsis, but um, what, did you, what did you do before PT, first of all? Uh, before I got into PT, um, I had a windy clearing business. Yep. So it was a family-run windy clearing business, but I kind of knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. So done that for uh, roughly nine, ten years okay. since, since I left school, basically. Okay. Uh, and it was actually the big guy I trained with, big personal trainer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept saying to me, go and do your PT course, go and get okay. your qualifications and that. Okay. So um, I eventually went and done it. Um, what was that? That must have been 2014, 2000, say 2015, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of sat with them to 2018 before I took a leap to go and there. Right. So what made you want is, so I know he was saying, go do your personal training course, but did you have any drive or ambition or, or anything to want to do it or...? Um, well, I'd obviously been training since I was about 18, so I, I, I in and about the gym, loved it. Mm-hmm. He was an ex-power lifter slash bodybuilder, okay. so he kind of thought his everything today with lifting weights, lifting heavy, yep. that's what I liked, yep. you know. Um, and, and was then, he a personal trainer? Aye, so right, I, okay. I, started, I, I trained with him for probably about five years. So that, so that itself probably did have its influence in terms of, I'm doing this, you could do this too? Aye. Type situation. I think when he was telling me to go and do it, I think he wanted me to go and work for him. <laughs> okay. But then I kind of obviously, he's like, I'll give you such and such. I know the rate, but I was like, no, nah, I can make more than that, didn't that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did he um, own the gym? Aye. Right. Like, he had his own, like, we studio, his own, we private gym. Right. Okay. So. so obviously, he saw potential in you that, in terms of somebody who loves training, in terms of somebody that probably you would be good at doing this, because we always find that a lot of the guys that come on board is it starts from your own story. Like, mm-hmm. why did you get into training? What was it about training? Usually you've got a love and passion for it. Usually you go through your own transformation, whether it's somebody who's lost significant amounts of weight or somebody that's stepped on stage or somebody that's done something significant that thinks, fuck, I would love to do this with other people. You know what I mean? Aye. So obviously for yourself, it was... Slightly different in that sense. Obviously, you had a love for it. Aye, I had a love for training, and when when I was taking the jump to go and do it, um, it was what 2016. I done my first bodybuilding competition. Right. So at that point, I kind of I knew I was got to do it. I knew I was got to do the, the personal training. So right. I thought this is a good chance to learn. Yeah. Obviously, I did love bodybuilding that, but. It's not like going to play a game of football. You can't just jump straight in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need somebody to kind of show you the ropes, educate yep. you in the process, and yep. basically help you get you in shape in that as well. So mm-hmm. that's what happened. I kind of had a coach. They took me on board and basically took over my first bodybuilding competition. And you won? Yeah, I won. So obviously that g- that gave you a massive kind of confidence boost that, do you know what, the type of calibre and the type of level of condition for that show that you got in was not just great, but was fucking elite level stuff, you know what I, I mean? It was good, I really enjoyed it, like, loved the full process of it and that, didn't really exactly enjoy being on stage, <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 know, I didn't enjoy that process, but I loved everything else to do with it, do you know what I mean? Do you know, I'm, I would say that for me, I love the process of getting in shape, and mm-hmm. it's. I love the end process of how I look, but I don't necessarily need to step on stage and be judged on that to be like, oh, this was worth it. Aye, same. You know what I mean? Aye, but um, that was 2016, and I ended up getting injured like the year later. Right. So I never really get a chance to do it again. I was injured probably about three years. Okay. So I never, at that point, I thought, right, 2016, this is testing the water. See how you look, get a feel for it. Yeah. If you like it, do it again. See yeah. how, 
see what you kind of your weak areas where you need to build on and things like that. But then 2017 kind of end up injured, and I was mute again for like three years. So were you qualified by this point when you'd was, done your first show? I was qualified, but, but I, I basically just sat my qualifications. Right, I wasn't okay. ready to take the jump at that yep. point. I still had my own business going on, yep. things to tie up, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it was 2018, that's when I... So I three years later? Three years later, aye. After so, you got your qualification? Yep. So Why so long? Well, as I say, the guy I was training with, the guy I started personal training with, yep. he had his own wee studio. It was at his house. It was all built for scratch. Yep. I liked the idea of that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started then. Right, so it was okay. probably, what, 2017, I started building mine. So, right, okay. That so makes I sense. Built it. Basically, I had a big battle land in the back of my house. Mm-hmm. Built it for scratch. So, okay. uh, and it was basically built towards the end of 2017. So I basically started in the January of 2018. Okay, but, um, so a completely different <laughs> a different start from where a lot of PTs would go. I think a lot of PTs would get qualified, would then go into commercial gym, mm-hmm. get clients. So let's have a wee look at that part then. So you've got the gym now. Yep. And so what did you do from there to get clients? Um, well, I kind of had a waiting list anyway. Right, okay. So I had so many that basically I started doing the PT part-time Mm-hmm. At night, basically, after right. my normal work hours. So I was kind of noting my plan in till like 9, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, so was this friends, the, family? Or? So it was just I, people I knew. I didn't, didn't advertise it. Like, it was just people I knew, people I know that wanted to kind of jump on board in that. So aye. And, and was this from you being in shape now or from people knowing you? I, th- I think it was basically, like, they seen I compete it. So right, I think right. that kind of, that gives you a good stepping stone, I think. Yep, so, I agree. And obviously... If you want to get in shape, you go to somebody who's in shape. Do you know what I mean? Like I believe that anyway. I believe that too. Um, I believe that you need to practice what you preach, and yep. people are going to gravitate to someone who looks a certain way. Yeah. Aye. So I started doing that, and I can't remember exactly how long I done it for. I don't know if it was maybe like a month or maybe two months, and then okay. I got to the point I was like, ah, I can't keep doing this to the way for them. So I basically kind of got everything tied up with my other job and. That was Done me, it full just time. went full time, aye. so started taking on more people, but again, uh, I never really advertised, like, as I've spoke to you before, social media isn't my thing, I yep. hate, don't like it, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <pushy> it. <laughs> but, and there, um, there's going to there's gonna be a lot of PTs out there that are in the same boat as you, they don't like social media and they're not good at social media, but it's funny because you didn't you, you didn't advertise you weren't doing social media or good at social media and yet you had a waiting list mm-hmm. you had people ready to start you were doing two jobs you then sacked in your original job to take on this full time mm-hmm. all probably because you competed all probably because you looked in great shape yeah. and it's funny because i've spoke to a lot of pts where i say when you're brand new to the industry you've not got clients mm-hmm. you've not got results to show and we always talk about how your business is your result. So it's like what you're trying to sell. And I always say, well, you're trying to sell you. Mm-hmm. I said, so if you look in shape or if you look after yourself, people are buying into you. Aye. And if they can see what you've done, ultimately that's going to give them the confidence that if you can do it, they can do it too. Or you know what you're doing because you look good. Aye. And that's where you kind of came from. Yep. You know what I mean? So how did you know where to... So you've got clients. What did you know where to start with, with pricing or all this stuff? <laughs> well, I kind of just went off. The guy what I trained with, I kind of just went after the same pricing with him, which okay. was like, well, thing when I did reach out to a personal trainer that I know, yep. and he said he was charging 25. So okay. that was the guy I went to was 20, but I think he did put it up to 25. Okay. But I think he still charged me 20. Okay. <laughs> and that was my price point. I was like, right, okay. I actually went £25 for clients, and I had some pals that trained at that point, and I was like, right, I'll give you 20 for 20. Mates rates. Aye, mates rates. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, what? We all know this, if it's family, if it's mem- family members or friends, it's like, give us a discount, all right, okay. But to be honest, I actually still think you'd get normal clients that are, that are always going to try and negotiate with the price as well and be like, if you do me 10 sessions, well, I, I get, can you put the price down and this and that, you'll know what that like, you probably got that in your time. Aye. Know what I mean? Aye. So from there, Ryan, obviously you kind of just got a gauge, you're now flung in, you're, by this point, you're probably now full, I imagine. Pretty much, aye. But it's when you're self-employed, you're working for yourself. Like you've, you just you do all the hours under the sun, don't you? That's the way I seen it. Okay. For me, I thought being like kind of to be successful in that kind of this industry doing PT, you had to be busy, like busy, busy. Yeah. And it got to the point where that like, was like 
working six hours, just PT alone. Yep. And then whatever you're doing, check-ins, blah, blah, blah. It's like, ah, so yep. it got to the point where early years was like, this is too much, can't do this. And it's funny because I, we, we talk about this to a loads of PTs where in my eyes, the busiest PT was the most successful. If you were the Aye. first guy in, last guy out, 12 hours a day, 60 hours a week, you were you were completely burst and, and behind closed doors. You were just like, I just want to sleep. I'm knackered. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. But on the surface, it's like, well, your business is thriving. You're, you've got 50, 60 hours. You must be doing amazing. And it's Aye. like, but I feel like, Sure. I, feel, <laughs> I feel done in so right. it's like is this what success is because I thought it would be better because right, that's what I thought I thought you have to be busy but I was just basically like a busy fool just doing all the years under the sun but I think at, during that time the kind of three year I was injured at that time anyway so my training was non-existent right, so okay. it's like say like you go away take an hour for training mm -hmm. well maybe a couple of hours yep. get your food all that so at that point, I was just like, do you know what? I'm not working at that hour. I was like, just fill it. So I was like, starting at six, maybe finishing at one or whatever, yep. taking maybe two or three hours and then back out to 10 o'clock. Nice. So I was like, but it's all different now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So from there, obviously at this point, you were making good money at Aye. that point. You know what I mean? Or decent money at that point. And so from there, it's like, well, you weren't necessarily that happy. You were burnt out. You were tired. So what what made you want to kind of look for something different or how to do it different? Well, I knew I couldn't keep going the way I was growing, basically. Right, okay. And like, this is me about four years into, four years, I four years in January there into being a PT. Mm -hmm. And it was just last year, it was actually just last year when I kind of got in contact with you, that was me just getting back into training. Yeah. But it was, um, I was like, I know for a fact, I'm like, if I keep doing what I'm doing, so all these hours, my training, I can't get in there. Something's got to take a... Something's got to give. Something's got to give, right? Yep. Um, so, and like, obviously I want to get back into training, do you know what I mean? That was, a, that was a big factor for me, but probably the hardest thing I've ever done, so you try to get back into it. It was fucking solid. And Just, I think you, you've trained your full life. Yep. And training something you love doing, and it's been part of your life. So mm -hmm. obviously being injured, I tore my pec. I was out the game for six months. It was frustrating as Aye. anything so i can only imagine for you to be out the game for three years what that would do to like your mental health you know what well, i mean that's it i think early kind of three years that my head wasn't in a good place because i wasn't training but didn't really realize that at the start it was me also kind of a second third year and i was like just your head was up your ass basically all the time and just keep yourself I was, busy i'm just work. throwing myself into work yeah just keep yourself but, busy um, work. i think the hard part i know was I didn't really know what was the matter with my shoulder. Every physio I'd went to, they couldn't tell me. And I've not got a lot of faith in a lot of physios, to be honest, but um, I, they just couldn't tell me. I went for MRI scans a lot. Can I get tell a wee bit then? And But I kind of do think it was all down to my last job, how it kind of threw my full body off, holding a ladder, one side holding a bucket, the other side. And the beef them, the bucket might weigh 20, 30 kilo. The ladder, 20 odd, 30 kilo and all. So it just kind of, I that, think that's what it has. Because that manual labour. When I did eventually get back into training, I went to a physio. He's, he is a physio, but he's mere like strength condition, just like movement specialist guy. Mm -hmm. Went to him in Ireland. Yeah. Just December. Where we were no, no December there, the December before. Yeah. During kind of lockdown that I managed to just nip air. But mm -hmm. I worked with him online for like maybe a month and then I thought, do you know what, we're going into lockdown. I says, I'm that mayor. Yeah. Jumped there and he kind of just still didn't even know what he actually done. He just got me moving different. And right. that's what kind of got me back into training. Still got the niggles and all of that, but they're a million times better. So for then, gone with him, that was about December and then I joined up with you in April. Yeah. I was getting back into training then, but it was it was tough. Like, just as I say, it's like it was one step forward, two steps back, but just persevered and finally got there. And then when I was joined you, that was me just kind of getting into full swing with it. So uh, what what was the what was the point in made you? So you were you were PTing full time. You were busy. You've got your injury, but now you've kind of got some sort of solution to at least starting to get back into training. Aye. So what made you just think? something's got to change or I need to do something different? Um, well, something did have to change on it because I, I couldn't keep doing the six doors and right. go into training. And 
I obviously I competed in that and I would never say I win the day again, but I just actually just wanted to enjoy training again. And right, I just okay. and like um even with the business, like I was doing six duels and I would actually seen I think it was one of the your podcasts I seen mm-hmm. and I think it was Ali mm-hmm. and I think he was kinda of in the same situation with yeah. me and he's like, What all those under the sun, couldn't the days training and blah 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 and when I mean, obviously you got results from them, but like, that's what I need. Yeah, and, and Ali was in the same boat as you, but he was <laughs> He said to me when he was in that podcast as well, where he'd do half his session <laughs> at one bit and then he had to do clients and then had to finish the other half of the session. So it was like you were training once, but at two different points uh, just to get it done because he was that busy. And I was like, you would do that because you love training. Aye. But is that necessarily what you would like to do? Probably no. not. It's just what you had to do because you didn't really have the time. You were squeezing in sessions between clients and then maybe you hadn't ate, so maybe you had to eat and then squeeze in a training session, and it was just like that that kind of inconvenience, so to say. So obviously for you, it was like, look, I want to get back into training. I'm getting back into training. I'm working like fuck. Something needs to change. Obviously, you'd saw with the difference in Ali. So you came on board. What is it that you actually needed help with? (sighs) Pricing structure. Okay. Programming to an extent and that as well. Kind of everything. And I had had a few online clients, but again, didn't have a scoop of how to price them. Right, okay. I think my first one I priced at 50 quid a month. Okay. And I remember thinking, I was like, how the hell are you meant to make money off this? <laughs> but, um, so I had, let's, let's say, maybe three online clients. And I was like, All right. And at that point, I wouldn't even say I, I wanted to go like, fully online or anything like that. I just, I knew something had to change. And, uh, yep. and obviously that's why I joined you. Um, to get the price, basically get my pricing structure on that sort of, because I know I knew I was charging too cheap, but I just didn't basically didn't have the boys to put them up on all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you've always got that kind of fear, but um, aye. especially for yourself, I guess for you, Ryan, if you're doing fifty or sixty hours and you're charging twenty to twenty-five pound an hour, so to say, maybe averaging between that. It probably works out between, I don't know, five, six grand a month for something like that. For doing like the six deals? Aye. Um, aye, it was, aye. Roughly? Pro- Doesn't need to be exact, but I guess. Aye, you're talking about, I'd say maybe five, aye. Five, five. right. So for somebody who's who's maybe not making a lot of money, they're probably thinking, fuck, that's that's great. But mm. then there wasn't the time. No. <laughs> there no. Was, and, and so for you, it was like, and that's the thing, if, if I was to say to you, right, to get your training in, you need to work less. The first thing is like, well, if I work less, I'm going to make less money. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what more, that's uh, what goes on in most PTs' heads. It's yeah. like, well, if I need to work less, I'm going to make less money, which is something we'd said to you as well. But it's like, well, I'm, I don't necessarily, I want to make more money, but I do want more time. So it was how to be piece all this together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had spoke to you about going online. I'd spoke to you about how your pricing, because you'd never been in a commercial gym, because you didn't, you weren't really exposed to the industry or, or, or any other trainers or things like that. Because you kind of just either been training in that studio or training in your own mm. home gym or being injured or whatever it is. So for you, there was probably no gauge as to what you were doing was either right, wrong, or indifferent. And then me saying to you, those those personal trainers coming into the industry that were ultimately charging more than you, and you had more experience, Aye. and not did you have more experience. You're also a champion with experience. <laughs> so you were in better shape, you had more knowledge, and you were charging less. I know. And working more. Sounds mad, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it? It does, it does. And that's how I was like, Ryan, this is back to front. This is just so wrong that we that we need to change it all. And obviously we did say to you by implementing, obviously, I know you wanted to do, you wanted to add online coaching on top. Mm-hmm. So it was a case of having to increase your prices. It was having to build that online platform to give you clients so you could cut back in the hours. Mm-hmm. So eventually you would either have the same income in more time mm-hmm. or you'd have more income in more time, which is obviously the golden result. And I know when you came on board, it was like, right, let's talk about your social media. And again, you'd mentioned this early. You hated it. <laughs> still hate it. <laughs> you, still, you still hate it. It's unfortunately something of the business that you need to do. Aye, and I understand need... all that now, do you know what I mean? But um, aye, I hated that. What was it about social media you didn't like? I just, I've never used it really. Like okay. I've had Facebook, I've had Instagram, but 
I've had them, I've never used them. The only times you would see anything getting posted or, or tagged in is if my missus posts it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But just quite a private guy. Don't like him doing my business. <laughs> Which is hard for if you want to run an online know, business or if you want to run a business <laughs> in general is not, not, not getting people to know who you are or, or yeah. what you're doing. And yet, you were still busy. So, I mean... There's loads in there that it was working, even though what you weren't doing was optimal, but it just meant that if we could really structure what you were doing and change it all, it was gonna it was gonna be a dramatic fucking difference in Aye. the results, you know what I mean? And so the marketing, what about obviously, well, I guess for you it probably didn't really feel like sales because you had people wanting to come on board, but in terms of just actually selling or people coming to you, wasn't probably was it an issue did you feel like it was an issue or to get people on board yeah to the pt initially um no i've never really as i say i've never really advertised or anything like that so i've never struggled at that that, that point of view do you know yeah. what i mean yeah like even like this was this was my first kind of january with you there and mm -hmm. we were talking about how busy january can be and all that but i've i was like that oh somebody asked me that is it busy and I'm like ah, well see to be honest I don't really know I've just had my clients and they've just continued right through so I've never been in a position where right, I can take on 10 clients in a wanna. do you know what I mean yeah um obviously because I wasn't doing online until, until since recently. I kind of really joined you yeah but um aye so so obviously from this we wanted to obviously look at right your social media your marketing your sales your prices your packages it all had to change aye, and we did <laughs> we we changed it all to the point that now, how many hours, so from 60 hours you were doing before, PT-wise, roughly how many hours are you dedicating to PT now? 30, but I'm hoping yeah. to get to 20 shortly. Okay, so that's 50%. A, that's, that's a plan, anyway. 50% reduction. Aye. I remember when I first spoke to you, Ryan, I said, Ryan, how did it feel like if I could get you back 10 hours a week? And you said, fucking... May that be the dream. You said to me, I want to get you down to 20, and I laughed at you. <laughs> I'm like, no way. <laughs> oh, your, your memory's better than, better than mine. So, yeah, so, because for me, if you're going to be doing PT and you're going to be doing online, I feel like you probably are going to max out at 20 hours for PT Aye. to give you enough time to focus on your online in terms of client delivery, marketing your clients, doing consultations, like all the stuff that ultimately you need to do to build your online business. You can't, you can't have a full-time online business and a full-time PT business. Something's right. got to give. And we've spoke about this as well, where you said to me, can you have, like, both? No. Nah, I realise that as well now. Um, we actually spoke about that the other week, didn't we? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm still busy with it. I'm only doing 30 hours compared to what I was doing 60, but I still feel busy, if you know what I mean. Like, yep. I'm still, for instance, mine's just, like, in the morning, maybe 60, whatever, and then at night. So, yep. like, for instance, if you're messaging people, people are probably messaging you back at night when they finish working that. Yeah. But I don't get in the house to eight o'clock, back eight. Yeah. But I've got a baby now, so I need to, I'm there to help with the way and things like that. So it's like- So you still it, feel it, as busy times, as ever? I at times I've still been lying in bed, 10 o'clock, I'm trying to message people back. Yeah. And then just, you end up getting a shit sleep and things like that as well. So, but um, that's what we spoke about the other week, wasn't it? And, I've got to take my missus who's got to kind of come on board and help me with the messaging and a wee bit of social media and that as well. Yep. So it can kind of push me online now as well, whilst scaling so back PT. 100%. So you've managed to, we've managed to scale back to 50% less now where instead of doing 60 hours, you're only doing 30 and we're wanting to bring that down again mm -hmm. to 20. Did we have to sacrifice income to reduce that? No, I've made meal. Yeah. So that was... That was the two things that I'd spoke to you initially that you were just like, how's that going to happen? Aye, like, <laughs> you can't really see it, but it's, aye. It's... So what made you at that point? Obviously, I, I've explained, I explained what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and don't know how much you believed in it, but I just knew that probably speaking to you that you were like, whatever you say, I'm just going to go away and do it, and that's just the way it is. Like Even something as simple as your pricing, I've just been like, look, too cheap, change the price, change it, packages change that and you done it just because I had to <laughs> I had to exactly when I came here I was desperate <laughs> I was but no. um, aye so it's been a good obviously a good choice uh, jumping on board with you so at that point now so we've obviously we've got we're getting the PT hours down prices are going up online now we've got an online business on top of that too mm -hmm. 
So for for you now, what do you feel like in terms of from where you were before that you didn't know where to do or ultimately what to do next? Is how has that changed now? Um, well, I've got everything in place now to basically scale my online business to 50, 100 clients easy. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so that that is the goal mm -hmm. at some point. Like, I still like doing the one-to-one -one PT. I'm still happy doing it the new, but I would like to think maybe end of the year, maybe next year, mm -hmm. I would be maybe fully away from it. Yeah. Um, aye. And just fully online. And that is that That's, to suit your family life or is that to suit what you want or? A bit of beef to be honest, to suit. I, I do want that um, to suit my family as well because like I say, I built the gym at my house. Mm -hmm. So we've got one baby the new and we're looking, well, in the next maybe few years, mm -hmm. have another one. Yep. So you want to be around I more? I want to be a big, I, want, I, need, I probably need a bigger house as well. So okay. at that point, I can't sell my house new unless I've got a, a jump to go into, so to speak. I could probably go and work in a commercial gym yep. and do that, but I've never really fancied the idea of working in a commercial gym, so, and I still don't, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So Those right. options, I mean, I think that not only do you have the option of potential commercial gym, but even a private gym. Aye as well and like just getting, having paid rent and just aye. been like because i've always said this to to loads of people and I've, and when i spoke to a lot of pts and, the, and maybe the dream was i want to get my own gym i want to get my own aye. facility and i say you might spend i don't know 30 40 50 000 pound to build your own place and kit it out mm -hmm. for instance right whereas let's say you had a private gym um, if we just say extreme for instance right say extreme was saying look you can use our gym for 400 pound a month mm -hmm. then that's what four thousand maybe four and a half thousand pound a year mm -hmm. where you've got all the equipment you've got all the facilities you've got no overheads you've mm -hmm. got no gas electricity you've got no worries if something breaks something gets fixed you literally go in you work you leave yeah. and i said so instead of spending fifty thousand pound you could work in there for 10 years and have yeah. no stress i know i know no i mean so sometimes i say to people People, a lot of PTs like the idea of having their own place because ultimately it's theirs and it kind of feels like you're probably doing, or you're more successful if you've got your own place and it's easier and stuff like that. But financially, sometimes it doesn't make more sense mm -hmm. depending on where you want to go. If you've got a gym where you've got people working for you and you've got members and stuff like that, different story altogether. But sometimes if you've got your own place and it's just you, there's less outgoings and there's less stress and everything else, but there's just that initial capital that you're getting a place that maybe you don't need. Aye. And you could potentially just rent somewhere and you just go there for work, work, come back. Aye, I know. That's it. So there is, there is options there, but it depends on ultimately what you want. And I guess if you were fully online anyway, you would probably need to go to a gym to train. I think it would depend on how many clients you were still willing to do. If mm -hmm. you were doing online and the PT, yep. but if you were only doing maybe 10 to 20 clients, like, would there be any point in going and getting a studio type gym? Do you know what I mean? It'd be pointless, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would say for me... If Especially I, if, if you're going to kit it out with 30,000 equipment. If I was to say that if you could have, I'd say you had 10 clients or even 20 clients, whatever it was, like 20 hours, for for you, would there be much point? Probably not. I would probably no. just find a place to rent, you know what I mean? Unless this whole situation where, where COVID happened and no gyms are open. I just feel like sometimes it's an easier option where you can just go somewhere that's already kitted out. You go, you work, you leave, and you move on. You know yeah. what I mean? Or if you had your online and the online was just the main thing, then you would still need to go to a gym to train anyway. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like if you go to a gym that you're training, that you that you want to train at, but you can work from there as well, it's kind of killing two birds one with one stone and yeah. making it easy. So. The options are endless, and I guess the, 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 the difference is now is you've got the option. Aye. Whereas you didn't really have the option before. No. Know what I mean? Aye. Where you can decide ultimately for yourself. Fully online, not fully online. If the missus comes on board, she becomes part of the business. She could potentially leave her job too. Mm -hmm. It could just be a family thing. The two of you, the kids, house, working from home, going to the gym to train. Know what I mean? Sick of the sight of each other. That's sick of the sight. I think it, the goal would be fully online because you're, from a money point of view, you're unlimited to what you can earn as well, can't you? If you've got yep. it, if you've got obviously the right people working for you and the right systems in place and that, then you can scale to. Yeah, if you've got you the right to systems, to. tools, and teams and, and people in place, it is unlimited to the amount of people you can service versus one to one that is limited to the amount of time Aye. 
in the day, which can get exhausting. You know yeah. what I mean? Done that. <laughs> done that. Done there. that. Done Don't that want to do that again. No, again. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess that's probably Ryan because you've came from that area. I would say that most PTs I've worked with now over the years, the ones that have been doing PT and have been really busy for three, four, five years, the online does become ten times more attractive because they've done the being busy. Aye. And that's not necessarily what they want to continue doing for ultimately the rest of their career. So being able to do less of that, that's where the online does come in place to allow you to have more time for yourself. Obviously, training was a big part of your life, so you wanted to get that back in place. Mm -hmm. So more time for training, more time for yourself, more time for family. You've now got a baby, and obviously there might be more to come. So all of this kind of just fits into the business model that you wanted. And sometimes I ask people that want to join the academy, and they say, I want to, I want to become an online coach. And I say, why? And they say, to make more money. And I'm like... It's probably not the, not the main reason that you should be wanting to go online is it kind of needs to fit around the whole lifestyle. Like for me, why you want it is going to fit in with the lifestyle of having kids. It's just a benefit that because of that, you're going to make more money or you're going to have more time mm -hmm. to make more money, whether it's spending time on the business, in the business, developing, time off, whatever it is. It just fits in with your lifestyle, so it would make sense. You know what I mean? Whereas somebody might say to me, I say a PT, well, you say make more money. How much money are you thinking? They're like, oh, I'd love to earn four or five grand. I say, well, you can do that from PT. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to do online coaching to make that, as you will know yourself, because you were doing it. And that was even at a cheap rate. Uh, so it can, it can be done even at a cheap rate. Is there much longevity in it? Probably not. That's the whole point of why we want to charge more. But what was the main thing when, 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 it, when it came to pricing? And I was saying to you, Ryan, you are too cheap. How, how easy did you find it to raise your prices in terms of confidence of raising your prices? I did have the fear. Uh, Why? I just, I don't know. It's just that kind of fear of just raising your prices and like, what if nobody likes it? And then they're like, right, I'll fuck off. I'll go somewhere else. But then again, if they're going somewhere else, they're going to be paying that price anyway. <laughs> or probably dearer. So when you look at it from that point of view, you're like, why are you being so stupid? But I, I don't know. It just is that fear. Like I've had kind of clients that's still way me the new and um you've had for years aye so it's like you feel like a wee bit of loyalty to them as well because they've showed loyalty to you but then it's a business at the end of the day isn't it mm -hmm. um aye so and I, even if we look at it from an economic standpoint the cost of living goes up every year i know i know so for you to charge the same as what you did four years ago but the cost of everyone else has went up you're making less you're making less i know Know what I mean? So I guess it was instilling that confidence, and it's not just you; it's everybody we've ever worked with in the academy. That confidence to be able to charge more Aye. and see the value in it. And this, this, let's see if this is the same as everyone else. But obviously, for yourself, when we talked about charging more, you, did you initially think that seems more that seems dead expensive? When you first helped me my new price point, aye, I thought, <laughs> fuck man, that's quite dear. <laughs> but, um, because aye, but it was no, so I actually think it's quite cheap. Do you know cool. what I mean? So okay. I'm like, that, I, that's, I'm that's like I need to put my prices up again. But yeah. um, aye, it's, I, I, I did think it was dear to start with. But um, I hadn't, as I say, like, I, don't, I didn't really know many PTs or anything like that. So I wasn't really sure what people were charging. But aye, I suppose. So why, but, so why did you think it was dear at the start just because you were charging cheaper? Aye, well, because I was, I was only charging 25 quid, some were 30, and you were telling me, I think you told me to put it to 40, didn't you? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's quite dear, isn't it? And I was like to my missus, like, think that's quite dear. <laughs> it's like, think people will drop it. I was sitting just working at the figures and that, if so many dropped out, uh, it would be left with. But it's, aye, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's dear now. I actually think it's very, very, very reasonable. And that's something that's came up so many times in the academy now that the guys that come on board say, I thought it was so expensive for what I, what I charged or my service at the start. But now I'm actually questioning, fuck, the value that I'm giving people is way worth what I'm charging. And actually, I feel like I could charge more. Aye. And that's where you're at too. Aye, definitely. Aye. So, that, that, so why do you feel like that there's been such a shift there? Uh, probably leave myself a wee bit better as well. I know I can do the job. I know I'm good at my job. If the clients are willing to put the work in and buy into the process and things like that. You know I, you can get I, the 100%, results. 100% I know I can, I've no doubt about that, but it's just, I don't know, there's always that self-doubt there as well, isn't there? Like, 
that wee bit of doubt anyway. But and money's always a tricky subject as well when it comes to speaking about money. I guess it depends what people see value in because ultimately somebody could say to you, well, buying a Range Rover at seven, eight hundred pounds a month, that's pretty dear. Mm-hmm. And to somebody else, they would love to do that because they want that status or they want it. Yeah. So regardless of what it costs, they're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Same with a house, same with a holiday, same with everything. So that's it depends it. what the person sees value in. And I feel like what you're able to do and what personal trainers and online coaches are able to do for people, if you can transform that client's life and get them the result that they've never been able to achieve ever, then ultimately, what would somebody pay for that? Because people pay thousands for surgery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to get, I don't know, whether they get um, any type of surgery to remove body fat or change the way they look, whatever it is, people spend thousands in that. Mm -hmm. So why would they not spend something that's going to be more long-term or something that's actually going to change their lifestyle and not just cosmetically for that one 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 area whatever it is aye, i know i agree with you on that as well no i mean it's habit change it's structure it's learning about the diet it's learning about the training it's and for you do you feel like you're working with better quality clients now aye definitely and is that Even, because you charge more aye 100 aye like if you're charging cheap like you're got to get time wasters why because they don't mind if they don't turn aye, up but if 25 quid oh, it's only 25 quid do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I was in a night out. Aye, I was going to cancel tomorrow. I'm not show up. Aye. Whereas you're charging that bit dear. You're getting people who are more interested. They want results. Like, do you know what I mean? They're paying it for a reason. Um, like even with the online side of things, obviously my first online client was like 50 quid, <laughs> just nothing. But for the month, um, but now it's like we've come up with like a new price package and I'm selling it for six months and that. And I've noticed that I'm getting a better quality client as well through the online as well. Um, and we had we had one of the changes so we talk about always changing your pricing and changing your packages and changing your model and we talked about we changed one of your packages where you're now able to charge 700 pound for what you do mm-hmm. and you said to me you found that easier Aye. when we talked about it your first i think you had four consultations and when we talked about changing your package and pricing and changing your structure and I think you got two people on board, the first two people you spoke to about uh, it. Uh, it, was, it was the next day after I spoke to you on the Saturday, I spoke to you on the Sunday and the two of them jumped on it straight away. But it's, it's it seems so easy to sell as well because you, <laughs> you know you can get good results in 12 weeks, but like say, they might not be life-changing. Like you'll just go yep. to create habits, especially somebody who's maybe get two or three stone to lose. Like you, you, can lose not, you can lose a good amount in but is 12 weeks. But that sustainable? Aye, uh, exactly. So whereas if you're selling them into well, basically educating them on how the full process works in that and like a six month process is better than a 12 week process. Yep, so but even a 12 month process is better than a six. The, the longer uh, that you have a client, they're able to build habits, get results, and it's not just a diet, it's after what happens after the diet, the uh, reverse, what happens after. There's always new goals or new things to achieve and that's where you being able to work with a client for longer is gonna get, give long-term uh, results. That's right, you explain the full process, so if they're fat loss and then into reverse diet, whereas if you're getting somebody and they're just jumping on the twelve weeks, like, like it's like trying you try and te- you try and teach them about all that, but sometimes I don't know them. It's harder to pick up. Aye, that, if you're selling somebody in a six week plan, you say I'm going to change your life in six weeks. I I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's very short lived, and I think it's short term results or people that are looking for short-term results are always going to left disappointed because it's just a constant cycle mm-hmm. of I do something for a wee while, then I go back to my old ways. Aye. And I do something else or I try a new diet or I try a new trainer or I try a new coach and I Aye. try something new because all these wee short-term things that you're trying don't work. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Aye. And so for yourself now, I feel like you've got everything in motion with your business now that you are probably stress not stress free because you've got a baby but you stress less aye definitely now than where you were aye 100% aye know what I mean and from where you are now like where do you see now that you've got things in place you've got systems you've got processes you know what you're going to be doing with your PT you know how you're going to be shifting onto your online so you've got a plan of action you can kind of see where this is going Mm -hmm. what does the kind of future look like for you um, well, as we spoke about, 
uh, got to push it online and hopefully this year kind of take that off a lot more than where it has um, because I've not been able to push it as much because I'm still kind of full time with the PT but yep. my missus just came on board the new she's got to help me out with the social media which is a side I hate and so she's got to help me out with all that yep. so hopefully with her help I'll be able to push it even further and for there if I keep scaling that which I will, I know I will, I'll just kind of keep reducing the PT and get down to, like we spoke about, maybe 20, 20 hours and I'll just judge it for there. And hopefully at a point, I'll be, I'll be at a point where I can go, right, I can maybe scrap the one-to-one PT and be fully online. And so for yourself, if you gain back all that additional time, is getting is competing again something you want to get back into? or I would never say never, but... I lost a lot of weight, a lot of muscle mass during the kind of three year half and although I have put on a good bit since joining with you, you've done a diet phase and we reverse diet and that and now so I'm, I think I'm, I can't even remember actually, is it roughly sitting maybe a stone and a half, two stone heavier than what I was at my leanest so mm-hmm. I'm happy where I'm on the now, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my training which is the most important thing, yep. you know what I mean, um, and I'll just take it for there, I'll see how the next maybe six months go. But if I was going to do it again, I would need to do like a, maybe a good year of bulking before I would even be even consider it, I think. But I would never say never because I enjoy the process and I still will continue to... To live but, that lifestyle. I live that lifestyle, uh, diet down for holidays, things like that when I need to. But um, I, I would never say never. And I, I, think I, don't, I don't think my missus wants me to do it. <laughs> I think if I went and said that till the day, she'd black get out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, competing has definitely ended a lot of relationships, a lot of stress, you know what I mean? There's a lot of time that you're going to put into it. But I think that for yourself, if you were fully online, I think that the idea of competing is probably going to be far more realistic than if mm-hmm. you were doing PT hours because to put in the time to do the do the cardio, do the training, eat your food, spend time with the missus, look after clients... I think that that environment is way less stressful than having to actually manage clients in face. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that there's a better chance of that working being online only Aye, than there would be if you did have to split that time. Aye, I agree. You know what I mean? It'd be quite stressful still doing it at the minute, doing cardio and things like that. Nerve, clients, baby, all of that Aye. stuff. I think it does all kind of go in the mix, but it gives you options. And what we said about the, the PT Academy was giving you guys options to do more of the stuff that you want to do. Do you want more time to train? Do you want more time to work on the business and grow it? Maybe take the business online? Like, these things are things that you can't necessarily do if you're doing 60 hours of PT week in, week out. Mm -hmm. You can't grow or scale your business. You can't spend time to maybe work on yourself. Like, it's just not the ideal situation. Mm You know what I mean? And all you're ever going to go through is probably cycles of burnout, probably losing a bit of love for your clients and the results and maybe not giving as much time or effort because you are tired. Mm -hmm. And then with the relationship side of it as well, if you are working that amount of hours, when you get time off, you're not present because you're tired and you just want to sleep and you're not there. You're maybe there in body, but not in mind. And so the relationship takes a bit of stress as well. So I feel like the success of a PT is not just how much money you're making or how much time you're working, but it's a probably combination of all of this. Mm -hmm. Doing something you love, having enough time to work in your business, on your business, and spend time with family and get a wee bit of balance. Financial security, so you don't really need to stress about money, bills, lifestyle, and all that stuff. And then from there, you get to pick and choose what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I think that that's a hard place for people to get to. And I don't think that that's going to happen by chance. It's a bit like if somebody said, I want to step on stage, and you said, cool, just go, just train really hard and just eat clean and you'll be on stage in 16 weeks, it's just not going to happen. No, <laughs> There's got to be a bit of a plan. And I say that to a lot of PTs, there's got to be a bit of a plan with your business if you want to take it to that next level. If you're just happily setting with what you're doing and being kind of busy and even thinking, I remember when I spoke to Ali, but even thinking, I'm doing really well because I'm earning £4,000 a month and that's it and you're working 60 hours a week or whatever it is and that's just where you want to be. If you're happy with that, fine, but I don't think I was never happy like that. And I know you weren't happy like that. So I know it wasn't the best environment for it. So it does sound good until you're doing it. And then at that point you realize that 
you don't want to do it. Right, it sounds brilliant for an outsider looking in. Oh, you're working in a gym, you can train, you're doing the hours, you're making good money, but then when you're actually doing it, you're, like, you're really noting your panning, uh, aren't you? Especially if you're self-employed in that, so you're, you never really turn away work. You just you just do you, it. You keep, you just do it. And do it. So let me ask you this question then, Ryan. So one thing that most PTs will do is they'll always say yes. Hmm. <laughs> do you say yes to everybody that comes on board? No. Or want to come on board? No. No. Aye. No. No. Um, obviously, consultation calls, kind of vet them, make sure they're good fit, make sure they're not got to be wasting my time, things like that. Aye. So there's processes in place now. <laughs> and does that make a difference? Ah, big time. Aye. Even with, like, say, if it was a one to one client and all well, that, I can't make it then. Can I come in that time? Normally, like, ah, aye, right, I'll squeeze you in. But no, it's like, nah, that doesn't suit me. So, you know, we'll just need to see you next week or next session, whatever. It's the same as a doctor's appointment. You don't phone a doctor and say, by the way, Monday at three o'clock, that's when I'll see you. The doctor <laughs> says, no, nah, I've got this time or this time. Aye. That's when you need to go. So it does have to fit around your life. And I think a lot of PTs will work the opposite way around where you'll fit around your clients yeah. rather right. than the clients fit around you. So if a client says, any chance we can start at six? And you're like, fuck, right, okay, I'll get up at five and I'll see you at six. Do you want to get up at six? Some PTs do, mm -hmm. actually. We had, a one, we had a PT in the academy that started at six and finished at 12, 12 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Done right. for the rest of the day. And I was like, that's what he loved. That was his lifestyle. That's what he wanted. Fantastic. For me, that's not that's not wrong. But if you're starting at six and finishing at 10 at night, for me, I've been in that situation mm. and it sucked. <laughs> it wasn't fun. You know what I mean? So for you then, Ryan, if you were to then look at somebody who is in your shoes or even you speaking to yourself where you were, what bit, what bit of tips and advice would you give them? Um, get help. If you need to help, get help. Um, aye. Don't be, don't be afraid to kind of let up your prices and things like that. Um, but aye, that was where minds came from. Like, you're that fear to kind of take the jump. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Fear to do something different? Aye, I was comfortable. Do you know what I mean? As I say, I was making decent money, but I knew it just couldn't go on like that. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, right, how do I change this? So I didn't know how to change it. And then... I've obviously seen your podcast and I've obviously known you for years uh, and things like that. So uh, I so basically reached out for help. And I think that that's the one thing that I would say. There's a lot of PTs out there that are comfortable. Aye. <laughs> that uh, are comfortable. Aye, I, was, I was comfortable. You say that to me when we've no longer started working together. Like, you're too comfortable. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are. And, and you're not going to do something different if you are too comfortable. You're going to charge the same. You're going to work the same. You're Aye. not going to do anything different because it's like, well, I'm making decent money. I can kind of do this, but secretly, you know, well, how long am I going to be able to do this for? But, oh, I'll just keep doing it for just now until something changes. Aye. But five, six, seven, eight years down the line, nothing's changing. It's in this business as well, but especially online, like, you can scale massively. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, I like the idea of that. I like the kind of growth in that. But it's like, I know I wouldn't have been able to do that myself. I wouldn't even have a scooby bit to start. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, fucking had three clients at £50 or something like that for a, a month online. I was like, ah, right, how are you actually meant to make money off this? Do you know what Unless mean? you so, want, what, 200, 300 clients? Aye, but it's, like, I knew I wouldn't have been able to get 200, 300, especially, <laughs> at, that, especially at that point. Didn't even post on social media or anything like that. So, but... Aye, it's what you can scale to. I think that's what that's what I kinda look forward to pushing the online side of things and seeing what I can scale to. So things have changed dramatically then. Aye, aye. Like night and day. Aye. I think this year will be a big year for me. Not Defin I mean. definitely. From where you were to where you are now that pff, from the hours of being able to gain back at least what, thirty from sixty hours a week. To, to getting yourself down to 20 hours a week mm. is pff, momentous. From changing the prices from, what, 20 to 25 to, what, 45 40, to... 45, aye. Know what um, I mean? Pff, that's... And, 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 and what, how long? A couple of months? Aye, that all kind of started. I kicked off for a couple of months, so Know what I mean? And we ask this as well. I mean, how long was it for you to make back the money that you invested in the academy? 
A week or two? A week or two. Less than <laughs> it seems that, right? to be. It, it's, the same, it's the same response I've been getting from everybody. It's been within the first week or two weeks or month or whatever it is, but it's been quick because once you know what to do, as long as you go away and do it, mm-hmm. it will work. You know what I mean? Just need to implement it, don't you? Just need to implement it. And I think you brought up the main thing is that when you are comfortable, who's going to force you to change? Because you're not going to force yourself to change. No. Know what I mean? And that's where probably a lot of people probably need that accountability. And if you had that fear, what happens if I charge more? What happens if clients leave? Oh, do you know what? It's just easier just doing what I'm yeah. doing. I'll just do what I'm doing. You talk yourself out of it, don't you? You talk yourself out of uh, it. And you end up no doing it. So. And you end up no doing it. So guys, hopefully you took a lot away from Ryan's kind of story because there is a lot of PTs out there that ultimately you guys are comfortable Yous are maybe making decent money. Yous are doing loads of hours, like more hours than you would probably like to, to be honest. And something's got to change. Something's got to give. Like you can't tell me that you're living your absolute best life or your dream life, working early, finishing late. Money's decent, but is the money making you happy? Because realistically, you can have all the money in the world and have no time and not be happy. And being a successful PT is having all these metrics where you've got financial security, you've got freedom to work the days and times to work where you want to work. You've got a huge impact on your clients so your service is better. And ultimately, you can spend the time in your business, on your business, not be scared to take time off. And these are the things that's going to give you more longevity in the industry. And even like Ryan said, if, if, if he wanted to ever compete again, he'd be in a position to do that. And I think that that's, that's what this business should give you is the opportunity and the ability to do more of the stuff in life that you want to do, whether it's business, whether it's personal, like whatever it is, that is ultimately what we're trying to do in the High Performance PT Academy is give you guys the tools, the knowledge and the systems to be able to live the life that you want on your terms. So guys, please make sure that you do like, share and subscribe. If there is other PTs or coaches that you feel that would benefit from this, then make sure that they give it a listen. And if you want any help yourself, don't be scared to jump on the website for more details. And I look forward to speaking to you on the next episode.